Listener and viewer discretion is advised. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the panelists and do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, or management of Simmons Media Group, the Deseret News, or Comcast. Uh, welcome to the base. Hey! hey. All right. Oh, yeah, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Brothers, you know. Hey! hey. You do a trick? You hey. know what they say about the me. second show? What's well, that? You're way more drunk. We're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Except for this how, this end of the table, but down here. Well, you're, you're, right. you're on the power. other side of the statue. I a you driver can't drink tonight, and I still didn't drink. What's wrong with uh, you? I don't know. What's wrong with you? I could have made you something. I want to know where the slot base went. You guys were all sexy drunk. talking before the show started. Well, you anyway. know, we, we uh, coming up at the uh, end of this, uh, well, the second half of the podcast, uh, what you've all been waiting for is the great debate, which will be uh, <laughs> Shannon versus Swank Motron. Get a, get a shot of him. From BigShinyRobot.com. Get in front of the camera there. Oh, you love just dreamboat of a man. And so the question is, the question of the debate will be, do the new Star Wars movies and projects deserve equal rights? So we'll no. get to that coming up. <laughs> He's, you've got your work cut out for you. This is a tough audience here. I'm on your Wait, side. How, how old is he? Swank, how old yeah. are you? Yeah. Uh, 28. 28. Oh, there you go. I'm, I'm well, 39, and I stand squarely exactly. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the prequel trilogy. So, so, so we'll, right, we'll, 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 we'll get to we'll, that. We'll get to that. Shut yeah, the hell right, up about that. Let's hey, you shut the hell up. we we got to get to our best of the year oh, and, sorry. And, uh, and all that. So boys, let's introduce the, uh, the panel here. Jeff Vice, film critic, uh, Deseret Morning News. Or Deseret News, sorry. Yes. And, and, and he hates the it. second trilogy. <laughs> Desnews.com uh, well, is the website. Yeah. And uh, Marcus, MySpace, hey. Marcus Comedy, mm-hmm. buy his DVD. Go buy it. It's, buy it twice. It's, it's cheaper than yeah. bad three-packs of other <laughs> now, that now that you've got your Christmas cash, yeah. spend it on Marcus. And you can, wife, uh, you can watch my wife bounce about. Yeah, you guys are all, that you can see pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. Except me. Lee George Cade. Hi. How's uh, it going? He's an uh, artist and uh, uh, just uh, my Ben Kenobi. And I want to apologize right now for uh, the way Jimmy and I were acting last night at Brewies for the Geek Show for the, movie For the night. movie. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That was we were so drunk shame. and wound that up. That was so much fun, and yeah. I can't believe 500 people showed up. It was up. amazing. I know. Really we had good. to turn 320 people away. Really I flew back really from good. New York just for the night. You did. Yeah. It was a good was time. Nice. You're going to be in New York? Yeah. Shannon Barnson, wild card. Children's educator, bartender, Bert Steaky Lounge. Well, h- well, hello, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here for our little show. A little thing. <laughs> Derek Hunter, PirateClub.com, soon to be famous. Maybe. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Infamous. Beard enthusiast. And Marcus and he have been fighting. And I not just, not we'll, much we'll longer. Well, there's a reason why they're on opposite ends of the table. That's true. Yeah. That's true. They're both fighting over my hand. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that you have anything to do with it. You sure? I just hate him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, Carrie, you got you got two hands. I was gonna say, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know I, what? I love you, it's like juggling. It's called. I call it. I call it. I call it driving the bus. Hate genetics. Driving the bus. Hate God. Hate karma. Hate any of those things. Don't hate me. Boys, look. I love you. Look, it's making me cry. I don't hate you. You're making Scott Pierce TV critic of the Desert News. Hate the game, not the player. I'm very sensitive. And ABC BBD. Has anybody taken the time to mention Mr. Kerry Jackson? Oh, Kerry Jackson. X96. Mr. Kerry Jackson. Hell. This is my basement. Welcome to it. The best Jackson. The best uh, of the Jacksons. Best Spank, of, spanking so. the ratings since 1980. Most, uh, most of the Jacksons are in jail. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm probably one of the best. By the way, is that I true? also hear it's that true. Kerry is the master of the Dutch rudder. It is true. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds horrible. <laughs> I don't know what up. the Dutch rudder is, but that sounds miserable. I think your wife was miserable. acting a second ago they, uh, for all of us. before. <laughs> you saw that. that to me tomorrow <laughs> or well, they, they call yes, me old Dutch rudder. I'm sorry about that. It was beautiful. It's because of my Dutch heritage. Anyway, anyway uh, I'm a blockade runner. 
Maybe we could get Shannon to do a Dutch accent for us. Nickel. Oh, how you doing, dude? How do you Nickel- do it? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> All right, he loses. All right. Hello, look at my wooden shoes. I'm Dutch. <laughs> look at that fine prostitutes. You're, you're, you're going to defend the original trilogy with that? Yeah. That button means something, right, Carrie? This uh, this button is uh, designed to. Uh, We're supposed to shut up when you buzz that, right? I'm supposed to do like a kind of a dog whisperer thing. I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> unfortunately, because every time see, he hits that buzzer, there's a new orphan in Guatemala. This is what's happening. I need to. I need to exert dominance. I don't want to be. The, I need to be the pack leader. Dominance. I am the pack leader. Thanks. I think that'll actually work better if you just go. You sound, <laughs> like, you sound like my ex-wife's mother. All right. Uh, Nickelmania is our uh, official uh, love giver for the uh, the show. Uh, best arcade in town. We love them because they they not only have all the new stuff like this new deal or no deal game, which is actually fun. I, I had a great time with it. It's a it. clean facility. It's uh, it's very clean. It doesn't smell like geek. It's uh, and they've got all these old games that you can play for a nickel. So uh, go see them. Utah's uh, largest selection of uh, pinball as well, which is good for me. Uh, Nickelmania. Their address sixty fifty one South State in Maury. Go see them. Uh, not open on Sunday. I'm sorry. We're trying to uh, anyway. Rent the oh. um, so uh, I want to do the best of the year, but I also want to say since we're in the holidays, I wanted to say also that not only is Nickelmania bringing you this uh, this uh, fine show, podcast, yeah, whatever this TV, is, uh, but also uh, the movie "It's a Wonderful Life." Weren't, weren't. A terrifying, asphyxiating, <laughs> a terrifying, asphyxiating story about growing up and relinquishing your dreams. Seeing your father driven to the grave before his time, of living among bitter, small-minded people, a story of being trapped, of compromising, of watching others move ahead and away, of becoming so filled with rage that you verbally abuse your children, their teacher, and your oppressively perfect wife. It is also a nightmare account of an endless home renovation. It's a wonderful life. Watch it on TNT this week. Oh, wow. Carrie, I saw that... uh doesn't it I saw that movie and I, and I saw deafness. it differently. Yeah, everyone did. Timmy, Susan. But I, I read this and I went, yeah, this is cool. Wendell Jameson in the New York Times wrote that. I just loved that. Anyway. My so dad asked me I, two I, years ago. I like that movie. You ever, see, you ever seen that movie? It's, it's a, a Wonderful, wonderful life. life. I was like, no, Dad. No. What's that all about? You know, also uh, on another station, you can watch it. It's a Spankable Wife, which is my favorite <laughs> Christmas movie. Um, I, I watch it two or three times oh, every holiday. Oh, Zuzu's Petals. Oh, it's a whole different meaning. <laughs> all right. Now, what Did you hear uh, that? Another angel got its wings. Oh, since we're uh, at the end of the year, and uh, I thought that I would get the panel together and, and ask you all to, uh, to bring... And, Zach, I forgot to send you an email, but we'll come to you last. Uh, best of tech is what I would like from you. Um, it's each one of you in your own uh, fields of expertise, except for <laughs> Shannon, who really doesn't have one. Oh, um, I've, I got this figured you out. You do? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and, Marcus, think about this, too. Okay. Uh, DVDs probably for you because you're a huge DVD mm-hmm. fan, maybe. Uh, think about it. Best of the year. What was the best thing that came out this year in your field? And, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about it. You know, it's not the final word, but... But uh, who who would like to go first? Would uh, would uh, Jeff like to go with sure, movies? Sure, I'll first? go first. Best um, movie of of the year, well, two thousand nine, eight. Well, I know everybody talks about how this was the year, <laughs> the, the year of geek, especially in the summer, in well, which yeah. in which arguably we had the two best superhero movies, oh, Iron Boy Man and, and the Dark Knight. But <laughs> yeah, this is Jeff's time. We gotta let Jeff yeah. do this. Well, no, we'll, we'll 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 follow up after okay. Jeff gives his uh, Sorry, proclamation. But the film that. I, and honestly, this is built on a gut level, and 
emotional reaction to it, which is usually how I go on these things. Yes. So we can mock you. My favorite you movie of 2008 was Disney Pixar's Wall-E. Wall-E. Oh, yes. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> which, I agree. Which, uh, uh, as I'm always explaining about Pixar animation, there are animated movies and then there are Pixar animated yes. movies, which are so far and beyond anything anybody else does in terms of animation quality, voice quality, uh, just the attention to story and character. Well, and, and character, exactly. And I would argue that the first 45 minutes of Wally, especially, which minimal dialogue, lonely little robot rolling around his planet with a bug for a best friend, mm-hmm. best 45 minutes of anything this year. I agree completely. You didn't see it, did you, Shannon? Yeah, and I'm not going <laughs> to. Then you, I sir, just, then no, you sir, are a fool. I just don't care. He still I, maintains I, that it's short circuit. It's funny that you said that because I probably <laughs> would have put... Without seeing it, he maintains it. I probably yeah. would have put Dark Knight on my list, but mm-hmm. you saying Wally mm-hmm. makes me think that they achieved something in that movie that no, uh, they achieved a level of you know uh, emotion yes. and b- scenic beauty. It transcended uh, animation. Yeah. It, it, that they achieved something no other film could have achieved. Like the levels of things they achieved. I don't want to go into the list of what they achieved, but heads and tails above anything else Just, that yeah. came out. I mean, Dark Knight was great, but well, and, it was a moody, dark superhero movie. Which it was really, really good. We've seen those things. But I, but I, I you know. It's, uh, it's, it's so I, immersive. There's yeah. nothing else that took me to another place. Exactly. With, and made me feel so much. The, the character that I loved most in a movie all year basically says two words. Yeah. Wally and, and Eve. And Eva. Yeah. That's that's all he says, and that's it. And uh, he's the most human, he got relatable a, character well, yeah. in a film all year. Better performance than most of the actors uh, this and, year. And I'll confess, I'll probably watch it when it's on Stars, <laughs> and I'll come back and I'll be like, oh, "Wally, it was great, dude. That, so much better right. than Johnny Five. It was uh, it was really good. Now, now I did get Dark Knight for for Christmas, mm-hmm. and I was I I was able to go back and watch it again, and and damn, it's good. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 is. I will say this, having watched Iron Man, it again. And Dark Knight on DVD, mm-hmm. neither of which play as well on the small screen as Wally does. Unless you're watching at Marcus's. Yeah, with <laughs> the Blu-ray you know what? I, even then, I I think <laughs> they still don't. And and both, I don't get me wrong, they're they both wound up on my top ten list for the year. Mm-hmm. I have a few problems with some of the characters in Iron Man, and some of the action scenes in Dark Knight. Hmm. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the, the opening, or not the bank robbery scene, but the first time we see Batman, watch it again. It's really not a well-directed okay. scene. And, 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 and the ending scene with uh, Commissioner Gordon and, and Two-Face and Batman is also... Garbled. Yeah, a little. Okay, I'll go back and watch. Now, uh, now what about... Uh, I really liked Hellboy 2. And, uh, I did, too. And, a uh, lot. And uh, I don't think it's getting a lot of... As uh, a self-admitted art dork, yes. I could watch that movie a hundred times. The art direction of that movie alone it, it's sells beautiful. Me. They need to release his sketch diary. His sketches are amazing. They Guillermo need to release stuff. those things now. And that's now. the thing most people don't realize when they get into Guillermo del Toro, is that... Is that guy's, yeah, he draws a monster a day. Like Tim like Burton, that's, that's okay. his thing. When you when wow. you watch a Tim Burton movie, nine times out of ten, you're looking at his designs yeah. on the, on mm-hmm. screen. It's the same with Guillermo del Toro, and that got me so excited about his Hobbit movie because it's going to be completely different Ooh. than what Peter Jackson did with Lord right. of the Rings. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
just like The Hobbit was completely yeah. different in tone than the and, the, the books. Yeah. The, the yeah. books Guillermo the, uh, del Toro, to whatever. me, is probably one of my favorite directors alive to begin with, just because <laughs> that that man's passion for cinema is just is just amazing. It's not for everybody. A lot of people get real cold with it, but I love Hellboy. And too. I love the fact that he's just a goof. Yeah. Every time you yeah. see him in an interview, just a big I just, he's like, I love the movie. All right. Mm-hmm. The movie's a good. I loved Hellboy. I was bored to death by Hellboy 2. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, really? I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll admit this about Hellboy 2. I don't like it as much as the first one. Mm-hmm. I, I, See, I, I thought I, it looked and, great, and, but and, I and, really and, was and the, bored. And the problem is, f- for me, it's him emptying his notebook and trying out ideas for The mm-hmm. Hobbit. Well, and Marcus has something to add. Yes. Well, I was just going to say, for those of you out there that love Guillermo del Toro, there was a movie this year that... It wasn't necessarily no. his, it wasn't necessarily his movie. He didn't yes. direct, but it was his signature. He produced it. And if you love Pan's Labyrinth, if you love that, like the Devil's Backbone, go do yourself a favor. The go Orphanage. buy the Orphanage. Yes. Oh, yeah. it is a genius, Excellent genius, movie. beautiful film, and probably the scariest movie of the year. It's I think also so. a free instant view if you're a Netflix viewer. Yeah. Uh, just oh, is it really? Well, yeah. I'll it's go watch amazing. That. amazing. Probably do it on the Xbox. Amazing. Stop uh, burping, very, Shannon. I want an action figure of that little kid. Ew, <laughs> creepy little kid. Yeah, scary. All right, so with, uh, there's movies. Uh, let's go to games. Lee George Cade. Uh, I, I, uh, did you do game of the year? Did you pick one? I got, well, because games, it's kind of a tough category because you have tabletop games and you mm-hmm. have video games, and yes. they're, they're kind of a separate world. I mean, tabletop gamers, and there are a few of them out there that are going to scream at me for saying this, are probably even dorkier and geekier than, than, your, uh, than your video gamers. I mean, everybody, you go to any house and you're going to see an Xbox or a, mm-hmm, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Even, even your well, yeah, standard I, jock's going to be playing Madden 360. I've got a, I've got a study here about right. uh, adults playing video games. But you know you're in a geek's house when you walk in and there's $6,000 worth of Warhammer 40K miniatures up on the shelf. <laughs> you know? Sure. So this year we had uh, two relaunches, fourth edition of uh, Dungeons & Dragons, which was a big deal. The books look good. The gameplay's been streamlined. It's easier to get to. I cannot see any of this stuff. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. Um, I can't. It plays a lot smoother than third edition and a hell of a lot smoother than second edition. Uh, my problem's still with the miniatures. They're pre-painted. You don't know what you're getting when you buy the box. So not game of the year. Uh, for me, tabletop, fifth edition of Warhammer 40,000 based purely off of the uh, redesign of the starter set. For 60 bucks, you get about 50 miniatures, uh, rule book, everything you need to play for two people. Um, so you just Perfect. buy the box. And, uh, you know I, know, I know Swank's played some 40K, but it's been 10 years. Uh, the thing with this game is the miniatures do get a little bit expensive. Uh, 50 miniatures for 60 bucks, you're dealing with just a little over a, a buck a figure. And some of them are giant robots. You've got just, you know, two armies, two players. Right out of the box, within an hour, you can be playing. So, uh Warhammer 40K 5th edition for Game of the Year tabletop for me. Um, this is hard for video games. You've got, uh, we had World of Goo. We had uh, Jimmy, or Martin JDK was talking about World of Goo a little bit ago mm-hmm. uh, on, our, on our live forum. And uh, great game and a ton of fun. Um, I'm going to split it up into two different things, though, for Game of the Year video games. Um, Lego Batman for kids, mm-hmm. all ages. I, I still am enjoying it. Right. My, my, my kids are still playing it. They bought it in well, September, and for 30 bucks, I don't know how much it was on the other platforms, but on PC, $30 investment, they're still playing it three months later. That's That's, if I could just add, I think that all the Lego games oh, yeah. are phenomenal. great. Uh, it's a little repetitive or whatever. Sure. But they do such a good job of translating it to all the platforms. And those games are all really fun on the DS, oh, yeah. which know, is so rare. I know Carrie's going to agree yeah. with me on this. If you've if you had a rotten day, nothing cheers you oh, up yeah. like uh, your your favorite grown-up beverage and a little man bat. Yes, man bat makes me laugh. Because he skips <laughs> around. He's such a dork, and uh, it's, it's just a ton of fun. Um, 
for for the uh, grown up category, and and I hate to say this, it's I've been fighting it for four years. Um, World of Warcraft. Oh, just, 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 just because. <laughs> here's here's the, the thing. Special relationship. Yeah, we now. get together every once in a while. We play. I've got a friend I haven't seen in twelve years. I haven't even talked to him in twelve years. Found out I was playing Warcraft, and we've been hanging out online playing Warcraft. Just, just you know, being goofy together. Who is it? Who is that? Wade. Wade Johnson? Yeah. Wow. He's in Vegas. I haven't talked to the guy since since my oldest was but born. You're, but you're connecting on uh, Yeah, World we're, of we're connecting. We're having a good time. The thing with the game is it's been out for four years now. It's still fresh. They're still updating it. It still has more players than any online game out there. If you're not into the hack and slash elements of it, fine. Specialize in baking. Your stupid character can bake <laughs> and make food. Or you can go fishing or whatever. It's just, for me, I have a lot of stress. I have a crappy day job. When or- I come home. Orc cake. Yeah. I come home, I play a little Warcraft, all is good in the world. All right, there you go. Uh, Scott Pierce, TV critic, best TV of the year. Best TV of the year. Well, and, and, you know, you know, and, and again, I, I guess I should have said on the email, doesn't have to be geek. Does, well, and actually about half my list is going to be as I thought about it. Yeah. Although I, I just want to preface by saying I, these, this is like my top ten list is favorites and not necessarily the greatest because fine. I hate anybody who tries. Well, anyway. <laughs> um I would put True Blood is at least going to make uh, honorable mention. Yeah. Um, yes. Battlestar Galactica is on the list. Yes, I agree. Um, the way that the mid-season finale is probably the the most or the longest it took me to pick my jaw up off the floor for anything. In the oh, last Galactica. Year yeah, Galactica. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> that was kind of a punch. In the there you go. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> Derek's taking his uh, headphones off because he doesn't want to hear. It's okay. No, it's I'm not. I'm not going like, to like give, give it away. He hasn't seen it yet. So. It's kind of like the end of National Lampoon's Vacation, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 get there and uh, it's closed. That's right. Supernatural's on the list <laughs> because I think Supernatural is consistently Perfect. astonishingly good. Um, it's Most shows cannot reinvent themselves once, and it's done it several times. Yeah. Uh, Pushing Daisies has to be there, and I'm trying to, to be grateful for 22 episodes instead of... You know, and which is, you know, being grateful and being positive is not my strong suit. But I'm, <laughs> I, I'm trying to say to myself, okay, at least we got 22 episodes. And this is weird. And Jeff knows that I'm a little worried about this. And maybe it's the times we live in, and the world isn't that great. But the thing that makes me laugh the most every week is Big Bang Theory, and that's going to be at the top okay. of my list. And I've got to check this out. It's a yeah. fantastic well, show. Well, it's, and I'm glad at least I have Marcus here to back me up. But I mean, they so been, you love it, Marcus? Also, I, between love the Big Bang, and, and really? frankly, they have scenes in that show that could be right out of this show. <laughs> Honest. Well, that's one. Well, no, this I, one, the, the Christmas episode that ended so great mm. with with uh, Penny Penny's gift to uh, uh, Sheldon. Sheldon. Um, it began with an argument over how Superman would clean stuff off his his, his, his suit. suit. Shut <laughs> up! And, oh, and, by, and by stuff you mean spackle? No, like well, like if was, he got it dirty. If he got oh. it dirty, oh. it was oh. yes. He got some relish yes. on there. Stuff. Gentleman's relish. And I yes, see. yes. Yeah. Well, it was. I mean, okay. does that not sound like? Yeah, it does sound like this. The show. characters yeah. are so. And I've got a protein-based spotter at my job that could take care of most things. See, what happened was, is I watched the first episode and it sucked. See, I, why I, does that I keep happening? I don't know. It's, it's a dead. ghost. It's part of the show. It's it's ghost, ghost hunters. Ghost hunters season seven. Carrie's basement. Here it comes. 
There's uh, people betting at home as to how long into the podcast <laughs> the picture will fall. Anyway, it back. That'd be a good drinking okay. game. Every time Thank a poster you. falls in Carrie's basement, take so, a swig. So the first episode was not that good. And and I guess because here we are on the second season, uh, I'm sure they probably they've hit their stride. They're comfortable. They're, they're they get thing. so far into geek. Yes. Dumb. I mean, they're making references sometimes that I actually have to Google. Oh, good. There's but they're, but really? they're very into Star Trek. There's big discussions of that. There's a lot of comic book stuff in, in the show. So when they bought the original time machine? Oh, yes. Has Genius. there been a reference to Bill Bixby's The Magician yet? <laughs> there better be. So is the first season on DVD? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, Netflix. I'll Netflix it. Yeah. I, will, I will as well. I, on, I do, do want to say right now, though, that HBO can continue to bite me about their... Thing with true blood. I'm not arguing right. with you, Thanks. but but seriously, the, and and, I, so and Marcus your... and I talked this about this. The Christmas episode of The Big Bang Theory is one of the funniest things I've seen in years. So that is your that is your choice. That is my number one. It may okay. be on Hulu. You may be yeah. able to find. Oh, it Hulu's there, great too. for that. I'll stuff. watch it there. Derek, comic books, best of the year. Now <laughs> I know where he's going. I know this isn't going to make a lot of comic readers out there happy because I'm not the guy who's reading. No. So what art secret invasion title are you going to And talk I'm not about? reading uh, you <laughs> Final know, Crisis. Final Crisis. And and I know I know that those are the comics that everyone's reading out there and everything, but I am going to recommend the comic that made me feel happy to be a comic fan the most. I I'm going to I'm going to recommend a comic that made me remember why comics are great. I'm going to recommend a comic that that made me remember that the art form is not rehashing 60-year-old stories issue after issue after <laughs> issue after issue and then pushing the reset button when you feel like it with a big old company crossover. <laughs> wow. I'm that sorry. Was you got it. So are comment. you recommending I love him. sandwich I, from Harvey Picard? By the way, that's my boyfriend over there. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so listen to me when I say this. This comic, if you guys do not buy it, you don't love comics as much as you say you do because uh -oh. this comic, I'm not kidding, and Jeff can back me up. He's on notice. This comic is awesome. And I talked about it a few weeks ago. And I know it's Oh, my God. The suspense new. is killing me. Punk Rock and Trailer Parks by uh, Durf. Which I just started reading and I'm loving. Durf can do no wrong. But no, by, by, by the way, this, this is also another of his projects. This is, uh, is uh, Durf actually went to high school with Jeffrey Dahmer. He was, oh. was uh, the president of the Jeffrey Dahmer fan club yeah. in uh, high school. That's something right. you don't want to brag and about. This is, uh, this is a, a, a actual incidents that happened while he was in high school with he, Dahmer. He also does the comic strip called The City, which uh, used to be in our local free paper, mm -hmm. uh, the City Weekly, okay. when, it, when it had uh, enjoyable comics. So, Derek, my, <laughs> my question is, is, is Punk Rock and Trailer Parks going to give me faith in comics again? Because I pretty much divorced comic it, books it, about two months ago. You know, already. I haven't been buying a lot of monthly titles lately either. I, I just got so um, pissed off with comics this year. The I, thing with my comic taste lately, I used to be a huge art snob. If the art wasn't 100% awesome, <laughs> I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't look at it, even if the writing was great. I just wouldn't get it. I think Scott Pilgrim changed that for me. Very, very, very good. By the way, Derek, did the fourth one come out this year? Yeah, and, and I, was, I am going to mention that as my honor, honorable mention is Scott Pilgrim 4. Um, these characters in Punk Rock and Trailer Parks are so real. They're, and, like, I've read the preface a million times, like, wait. This is an autobiographical comic, right? Because the writing is so spot on. The characters are so real. And and I've got to congratulate Durf for making a nerdy character, not a shoegazing, you know, punch the ground crying idiot. He is he's the, the coolest band nerd uh, ever. Uh, he's Jerry, a band uh, nerd and he's uh, self-aware. I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, Sam has got Ratatouille in his mouth running around. Oh, 
Get get right tattoo away from Sam, would you? No. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, uh, um, Derek. Continue because we got to get to Shannon. Otto is self-aware but not mopey. He knows he's a nerd, but he thinks he's the coolest nerd ever, and that's the kind of character I want to read about, and I'm interested in reading about. Yeah, it, it, it's set in the heyday of punk rock, by right. the way, in in Cleveland, which had a burgeoning punk scene, Hello, and Cleveland. and and he and Carrie will be interested because. Among others depicted in the book are Joe Strummer and members of the Ramones. Oh, and, nice. and I gotta say, Carrie, honestly, uh, it is um, us. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. it Oscar. really well, is. He's a, he's a punk rock kid that you know went. Yeah. His first punk but rock show a, was the Ramones in 1978, oh, right. I think. So. But he's like a nerdy punk rock kid, like, like us. So I, that's I, like I, history my, to you, right, Like my first uh, punk rock show was the Dead Milkman. I was scared. Yes, yeah. was a Nine Inch Nails along with that. No, it was. Uh, or was it just that Dead Milkman? Yeah, it was at the Speedway. My, my, my first so was suicidal tendencies. Uh, nice. I won't. Mine was Screw Thirty Two, and right. Model American. Honorable mention, though. Okay. Honorable mention, Scott Pilgrim Four. The only sure. reason I think that one didn't get Book of the Year for me because it was amazing was because it had three books coming before it to set up the characters so that the jokes were funnier, the situations were more in- interesting. Mm-hmm. They had three books to get to the good mm-hmm. stuff, and Scott Pilgrim 4 is the good stuff. And, All right. Okay, so and punk, punk rock and trailer parks. Go pick it up. Go SLG Publishing. SLG Publishing. Go to slavelabor.com, and it's uh, by Durf, and you can get it on Amazon for cheap, obviously. And can I make a little mention that's really cool about it is at, uh, at the start of it, mm-hmm. uh, there is a mix that he says should be listened to as oh, you oh. read. So he gives you suggestions. And, and he has an iTunes list. There's an iTunes on. list. You nice. can just go and download the iTunes list. Oh. I'll, be, I'll be frank. After the uh, double deuce in the face from Kick-Ass, four issues, and let's leave you hanging forever. Sure. Yeah. Go I, buy I, Punk Rock. I just don't care anymore. Shannon's borrowing it right now. It'll make okay. the rounds. and then I'll go buy it. If it's worth my money, I'll go buy it. It is worth your money. It is worth it. I will support, like a mother, a good comic. All right. Shannon. Well, as the wild card, sir, who has no... You, you have no topic? I have no topic. It could be anything. I yeah. decided... What's the best ham you've eaten? I, I got, <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be Hormel. No. Uh, it comes in a Actually, you no, know, it's probably the one that my mom bought from QVC. My mom buys a lot of food from, uh, food from oh my, QVC. You buy food yeah, on QVC? Yeah, you can. Yeah, and by the way, uh, I'd no like to idea. give... Everybody should give some uh, positive... Uh, what? Yeah, vibes. Vibes out to the universe to my mom. Oh yeah, she's yeah. Uh, she's uh, ailing, little, little ailing. Yeah, get better. But Mother Barnson. So I got my Entertainment Weekly best of in the uh, in the mail this best week. Best of the year. Yeah. I don't care. I don't want to read the best of. I flip to the worst of. Oh yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, so as the wild card. Wow. See, he's he takes he's, it seriously. I was going to say he's jumping ahead because wow. I was going to do worst of next week, but it's yeah? fine. Yeah. Okay. Here's mine. Next right. week, he's going to do best of. <laughs> That's fine. Best of 2009. And oddly enough, I <laughs> can sum them both up the okay. in two letters. Do it. Each. TV <laughs> and DC. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos, sir. Ladies Kudos. and gentlemen, <laughs> I submit to you that something happened in 2008 that I did not think could happen. <laughs> DC invited me. Please stop reading me. <laughs> right. I'm talking about D- DC Comics. DC so Comics. You know. yep. Home of Batman. TV. <laughs> and by which I'm talking about television. Oh. Invited me. Please stop watching me. Writer Strike. Oh, yeah. 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 Heroes. Uh, 
Boom. We're going to cancel Pushing Daisies. We're going to put 900 crappy game shows on, which you have to be able to just point. I'll take number 14. I'll take number 14, sir. Because she's purdy. TV. And prepare to beat me in the van. God damn you to hell, TV. No. (laughs) All right. Thank you. DC. DC. Thank you so very much for putting Grant Morrison in charge of your universe. (laughs) When I want someone who can tell a straightforward story that's understandable and relatable... To somebody that doesn't have a PhD <laughs> and just likes dudes punching each other in spandex, well, I would say that would be Grant Morrison. <laughs> Thank you, DC. He's pissed. You have so much more spending money now. Yeah, though, I was going to say, think of all the money. Oh, I don't buy my comics anyway. Thank oh, you, Jeff I just, I just hate the fat. You know I love the DC. He does. Superman. Yeah. Uh, you love all those characters. Final Crisis. Crap. Reset buttons suck. They Batman, always do. No, you know what? Anything that Marvel has done, their crossovers, might have been fair to Benelin, but at least they made sense. Yeah, you yeah. Said for know. me not to use big words. Look at the look at the fire in oh, his God. eyes. I'm I not kidding. You, you got to wrap this. This has happened once more. I hate you so much, Grant Morrison. <laughs> He's calling you out right now, Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison and can this kick man, the crap out of And this man you. loves Superman more than really, anybody. Little, He's willing to really put up Grant a lot Morrison, of crap. Grant Morrison's crazy. He would, he would crazy you to death. You know what? Crazy. Whatever. I'm yeah. a little scared little right British now. jerk. Oh, he's Scottish. Whatever he is. He's Scottish crazy. United Kingdom Sir, jerk. get out of the comic book biz. You stink. There we go. Thank you very much. <laughs> and shout out to Chad in Japan. Yes. Congratulations. Chad got married. Yes, yeah. to uh, Matsumi. Matsumi. Or is that what it is? In, on, on the forums. Thank you. Uh, Geek Show Podcast slash forum. Marcus. Yeah. Best of the year. Uh, Marcus's DVD, second to none. Yeah, well, no, that the was best, oh. the best comedy DVD of the year. Sure. I think so. Absolutely. I think so. But to, but to say that would be uh, self. Uh, I, I just didn't. We'll say Self indulgent. Yeah, so I'm not going to do that. What I will say is, I will say that. Um, I do agree with you that the writer strike was horrible for television. Although it was the only reason that my show got a sixth That's season. Less so, <laughs> okay. uh, so, outstanding. So, there were highlights. I mean, there were, hi- but but all in all, I will say this: this this was uh, for me. This was um, a, a great year uh, for, for for because I'm a movie geek, and for me, this was a great year because this was the year that. Um, the new technology question was answered. We were wondering what's going to survive, HD, Blu-ray, Blu-ray one out. And it is uh, an amazing technology. I, I praise it every week in here. Mm-hmm. I will say this. This has been an incredible, incredible year for it because not only have we gotten all these great new releases, The Dark Knight on Blu-ray, um, you know, Pulp, Wally, Iron uh, yeah. Wally, Iron Man, some of these amazing just complete HD masterpieces, but we're also getting older films that I was I've been able to get the original The Day the Earth Stood Still. Yes, um, the Goonies the good is now in an import uh, Blu-ray disc that is amazing. There's all these incredible movies that are now coming back out. Clue. And they're having. They're having <laughs> <laughs> that was one of Tim Curry's best sir. movies. I'll take, mur- I'll take murder by death every day over <laughs> Murder food. by death is awesome. <laughs> Lionel Twain. It was great. But this has been an incredible year for that. And if you guys, uh, I mean, if you love film. Sorry. 
What was that? It's a toy. It was a monkey. If, if you love <laughs> film clunk. and you love movies and you love not only the I just going and seeing it, but the experience of the film is going in and, and watching, like going and watching Wally and watching all that they did just for the sound design. Yeah, watching Ben Burt just go in and how he created noises or watching how they actually flipped that diesel in the dark night. That was an yeah. actual, they took a full diesel and flipped it over they in put, the streets of Chicago. Put, I thought that was CG. Wow. They put no, teeth no. on the front bumper of it so that it would dig in. Well, and wow. that's why it looks so cool. It is because it was not CG. That Great. shot out and launched it straight over, and they did that on the streets of Chicago. They, it, it, these are the things that I love about film, is that now, as a, as, a, as a fan of film, I'm able to sit at home and not only enjoy my favorite films, but I'm able to enjoy how they were made, the love that goes into them, the people that you don't see. And that's what's incredible, because people don't realize how many... The, the real stars of any production are the people that are standing behind and they're they're putting in the special effects and they're putting in the sound and they're putting in the color and they're changing you know they're changing contrast to make it look and the stuntmen who do these amazing and that is what uh, these these incredible new technologies are amaz- are allowing us to do is go back in and visit those. So if you really love film and you really love movies and even television, because now they're putting television series, Heroes is out in and Blu-ray. There's all these great series that are out right now. But go back, get them. Watch them if you have. If you already have them on DVD, I'm telling you, rebuy them. You will rebuy. Not trade them in. Just, yeah, yeah. Just get them again because Blu-ray is, is so Blu-ray. amazing. That's the way. That's, that's the, the year. Cool. Blu-ray. Uh, and and now the people of Chicago know what, where all those potholes came. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nolan. And just real quick, because coming up, the big debates about uh, whether the Star Wars <laughs> prequels. I love that we saved this for the, the last best half. Equal rights. Second episode. Uh, my quick best of the year. Uh, best of toy. Is uh, a playset actually? It's the new Millennium Falcon from Hasbro. That that two hundred dollar monstrosity. It's it is a, it's only one hundred and twenty. Oh, it's gone down. Oh, I thought yeah. you I thought you were going to say the Geek Show podcast playset. Well, there was that too. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that's thing, such a limited this edition. This thing is. Just, I'm just going to quickly just say it's beautiful. Uh, uh, so much work went into it and worth every penny. I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to go on clearance. And uh, those uh, Hellboy 2 action figures. Uh, are oh, my beautiful. gosh. Those are awesome. And, and, you know, oh, I haven't seen those. I saw the, something the, called a HB2. HB2, three and three-quarter <laughs> the, uh, figures. The They're Hellboy figure, we, we haven't actually shown that on the show. But I'll, I'll take some pictures we'll on that. the forum sometime just so you can see. Beautiful. I didn't even find the tails articulated. Oh, my God. Places. I mean, it's it's amazing there. I articulated for a three and three quarter. Oh, you're not talking about the ones like the Angel of Death, like in the No, no. Season. They made some that are G.I. Joe scale, the same Le- size as Star Wars figures. They got some articulated yeah. tail. Yeah, yeah. I got some articulated <laughs> tail. But <laughs> on that note, <laughs> we'll be back. Well, can I add a positive thing? <laughs> Quickly. Uh, best thing that happened to me this year? This dumb little show. Oh, Best plug. Best plug. Best plug. You guys are going to miss a little group hug. This is the this is the best. I love it. I love Kenny. This is the best show that we're on as a podcast for 2008. (laughs) And I thank you. Best uh, podcast starring me. (laughs) (laughs) This one. Right after these, it's going to be real quick. We'll be be right right back. back. Meow. How do I reach these geeks? Duck hunt. Uh, hey, this is uh, this is Eric tomorrow. Uh, yes. I uh... ah, damn it! I hate that little dog. This is Eric tomorrow uh, from the Mediocre Show, MediocreShow dot com. I uh, I really like the game Duck Hunt, uh, but recently my my girlfriend told me that I, I spend too much time playing Duck Hunt.
Yes, and um, she wanted me to spend a little less time on the duck hunt because I mean, I mean I'm really doing it a lot. So I thought what I would do instead of playing duck hunt all the time is is uh, once a week I would listen to the Geek Show because uh, it's about as good as uh, as playing duck hunt almost, but not quite. Um, so yeah, GeekShowPodcast.com. I am the best duck huntist there ever was. Well, we've gathered here this evening. I'm Tom <laughs> Brokaw. Along with my uh, also commentator. I'm also Tom Broker. We're, uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're dueling Brokaws, and uh, we're going to be uh, emceeing the debate this evening. Oh, Mr. Brokaw didn't put his pants up. <laughs> put your pants on, Mr. Brokaw. Oh, well, my pants are pulled up. All right, thank you. <laughs> well, let me just, uh, Mr. Brokaw, if I may, we, uh, we'll, be in, we'll be in, introducing the, uh, the debaters... In just a moment uh, this evening, uh, but uh, first of all, I just want to say it's a pleasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure working with me. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> this uh, this debate is being broadcast around the world. <laughs> People don't think we're going to do this the whole way. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. all night. Uh, around the world, uh, people want to uh, get to the bottom of this and find out. Should we give equal rights to the Star Wars prequels, Mr. Brogan? The debate <laughs> over equal rights has gone on for quite a while. Civil rights, women's rights, and now the rights of, of Jar Jar the Binks. prequels. Yes. Does Jar Jar deserve a place in the Star Wars universe? That's, I can't do it. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Uh, let, here, here's the thing. Um, we're going to... We're gonna have. Do I have to stop now too? Well, you can you hit them now. <laughs> okay, if you want to. Uh, here's here's a uh, this this is something that uh, we've been talking about for a while, and uh, we're gonna get Swank Matron to come in here and sit down in, in just a moment. But uh, first of all, I want to read this from Chad Harding on the forums. If you go to Geek Chad. Show Podcast, oh, I, Chad let me, from Japan. Let me no, some, not Chad oh, from Japan. Different. Awesome Chad artist, Chad. Let me, let me quickly, quickly, Chad. quickly here. Uh, don't forget uh, to uh, watch us. Comcast, Channel One, Utah on Demand, uh, Geek Show. So uh, please watch us uh, on this and uh, geekshowpodcast.com. Subscribe on iTunes and uh, also text the word geek to 79640. So uh, you can be. See, if you're just listening online, you, yes. you can't see my real tears from <laughs> laughing. So well, uh, uh, I, I heard we're on YouTube. Too. The, uh, are we? Yeah. Okay. Some the, the YouTube is a series of YouTubes. There's <laughs> <laughs> a series of two. <laughs> For you. Made of oh, you. <laughs> Made of you. Uh, anyway, so this is uh, this is Chad Harding sent this in, and this is a, a, an interesting thing, and I want to I want to kind of set the debate. All in of this, his paintings hint at nipple. Yeah, in oh, this tone, he's he's, he's, he's a great guy. He's on the forum, so if you go to geekshowpodcast.com/forum, he's doing a sign at Black Cat Comics. May I say about. he is drawing some comic segments for the Warhammer video game that's coming out? That's well, got a packaged go. comic book in it, of which Chad, I believe, drew two chapters, and he is fantastic. I'll, yes, I'll have, I could be to, wrong. I'll but have to talk with him. Your editor right. told me. Joe Abraham told me I could be wrong. So I want you to think think about this when we're uh, when we're doing the debate here. Okay, um, this is from Chad Harding. If you'd like to explain the whole area of geek expectations, or in other words, did it the movie, the comic, the toy really suck, or are we the old geek generation just too old and cynical? You can apply it to what I call the Star Wars prequel phenomenon. Did the prequels really suck, or is it just the fact that I wasn't four years old when I saw Episode One? 
the anime today sucks phenomena. Anyway, he goes on. Uh, talk about what forms of old geekdom are going to be extinct because of the new geekdom. This is kind of where I want to f- uh, frame it. Can you explore how, uh, how has your geekiness changed as you've aged? What did you like when your kid but can't stand now? Uh, He-Man, what the hell was I thinking? Uh, so that's, that's kind of the direction I want to take this debate. Uh, I, I want to, uh, Shannon, of course, uh, Shannon Barnson will be uh, speaking for the original trilogy. Sure. The easy argument. E- episodes four, five, and six. Four, five, and six. New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. And uh, let's uh, let's bring Swank. Uh, thank you, Zach, for uh, you're welcome. I, I, really feel, the I feel kind of bad for Swank though, because this is an uphill just, battle. He's just a diehard Star Wars enthusiast. He really though. is. This is a guy who loves four, five, and six. Too. Yes. And uh, I feel so. like I've been led into a den of wolves. <laughs> <laughs> no, is, uh, I got your back. I got your back. Gentlemen, this is our. You feel like you're frozen in the. Uh, uh, ceiling of an ice cave. This is uh, this is uh, Brian, <laughs> aka Swankmatron from BigShinyRobot.com. You've also uh, read his posts on uh, HuffingtonPost.com. Indeed, uh, he will be uh, taking the side of the prequels, episodes one, two, and three. The wrong. Well, I don't. I don't really take sides with Star Wars. It's all I, Star Wars. I understand you love it all, but uh, that, that but that is where the yeah. argument comes into play: is do the prequels deserve equal rights? All right, so that's that's where we will begin. And here are the rules for the debates. Uh, a question will be asked. Each one of the panelists have a question. Think about one. And Brian, uh, lean back from the mic a little. Your mic's kind of hot. Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a it's a good one. It's hot. Is that like hot. one of those? Is that, that like one of those insider terms? <laughs> so, uh, is it? Each one of the panelists will ask a question of off. a certain debater, depending on the because I've assigned uh, uh, people to be uh, asked questions. You'll have a minute to respond to the question. Then your opponent will get 30 seconds to respond. All right? So I will be uh, watching very closely. Do we get an opening statement? That's my question. Yes, you do each get an opening statement as well. All right? And so how we, long is that? That's, uh, that will be as long as it feels good. Okay. Carrie <laughs> will stop you appropriately. Do we, have a, do we have a many-sided die that we could roll to <laughs> you know, decide who? I, I left my 20-sider at home. Uh, Marcus, That's I will let I will let you decide who goes first. Rock, uh, paper, here, scissors, tell you, lizard, Spock. What we'll do is um, flip my twelve okay. year old. I don't I don't actually <laughs> I don't actually carry uh, coins, but I can flip a hundred. Oh, oh well, do it, do I can flip a hundred too. Look at this, and, and I want to point out. Look at this beautiful bling that he's got going here. By the way, I, what's what's with? I mean, you explained the watch to me once. Just Jimmy because, Kimmel give you that watch? But what's with the cross? What's it's a belief in Jesus Christ, Carrie. I thought it was crosses Easter No, no, no. <laughs> it's so that people can look at it and go, Jesus Christ. Exactly. That's and the belief. Keep, and no. to keep, uh, it's just it, it keeps hip-hop vampires away. I, <laughs> so, you know. All right. No, you know what? I'll think of a number between one of bro okay. and a hundred. And you'll make the opening statements. Got it. Go. Eleven. Seventy-two. What happened? Uh, I was thinking of sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shannon, Shannon will go first. You should have been thinking of. Uh, Shannon, well, I'm not surprised. Being the geek show that he would think of the year man landed on the moon. I know. <laughs> Nerds. Uh, all right, Shannon will go first. Make your opening statement as far as the debate goes, sir. Can Thank I, you very I'm much. I'm going to have to explain that to Jonathan on the way okay. home. <laughs> I can do it while he's talking. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's not me. Turn your phones off. It's not me. Hi. Maybe it's your mom calling you, telling you not to get involved in this debate. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Go ahead, sir. Hi. My name's Shannon Barnson. I was born in the year 1971. Oh, God. Nice. (laughs) 
I was six years old when Star Wars the movie came out. My Uncle Barry took me to see it. Yes. In the center theater. Ooh. That was a small man. Believe it or not. <laughs> he was. I can swear. I've seen your book pictures. Yes. He was clean, too. Folded up in the seat. I will not deny that Star Wars changed my life and colored my perceptions in ways that I cannot describe fully. But here's the thing. Those last three movies just sucked. (laughs) There's no charm. There's no heart. There was Roger Rabbit or Jar Jar Binks. I don't know what that was. And I don't buy the defense that it was... uh, well, I wasn't a kid because my kid watched him and he went, yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, I just want to say one final thing. Okay. Excuse me, prequels. I know Star Wars. And, sir, you are no Star Wars. Star Wars was a friend of mine. <laughs> you no Star Wars. Well, you actually uh, asked me to write something. Oh, okay. And I kind of did. He brought a whole book. He's a book. Oh, my God. This guy takes Star Wars more seriously than any person I've ever uh, met. This looks like Indiana Jones. His son's name is Anakin. It's a true story. Okay, begin your opening statement. So Swankmatron, who is the uh, defender of the prequels this time around. BigShinyRobot.com. BigShinyRobot.com. You've read his uh, posts on uh, Huffington Post and, of course, BigShinyRobot. Brian, you, you do have your work cut out for you. And, and I admire that. So we have a, an opening statement from you now. Okay. I had something written, and then there were some technical difficulties, and now I don't have that anymore. And uh, what, so, what, what happened? Did, did they get eaten? I, I closed my book. Well, open it. Uh, well, I, you, uh, you, you, I mean, I, I was trying to go you. off the cuff right from the heart. No, okay, you can do that. Do it's, it to it's entirely up to okay. you. Okay. What I want to say is that the prequel trilogy adds nuance and subtlety to the classic trilogy in a way that makes it better. And it doesn't matter how much Shannon dislikes the prequel trilogy. There's stuff in it that he liked, and there's stuff in it that everybody liked. From the... Uh, oh, Shannon looks like he's going to kill me. Uh, he's just, he's, he, he, can't, he can't talk. So from you... Darth Maul <laughs> killing Qui-Gon to Darth Maul getting cut in half, from the, the opening speeder chase uh, over Coruscant and Attack of the Clones to Yoda and Count Dooku fighting to Obi-Wan and Anakin's fateful fight on Mustafar to that final image of the trilogy with the twin sons of Tatooine setting and cutting to the, uh, the closing credits. Shannon, you watched that, and I, I know it gave you a chill down your spine. All right. Mr. Broca, I would have to say, that's a very emotional uh, statement, Mr. Broca. Uh, I would say that that was straight from the heart. Straight from the heart, I would have to say. All right, let's begin the debate with the first question from mm-hmm. from the press. Uh, uh, Deseret News uh, film critic uh, Jeff Weiss has the first question. I believe your question is for uh, Swank Matron. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Motron. <laughs> <laughs> You wrote that you wrote that joke down, didn't you? No. That was off the cuff. Arguably, Mr. Motron, the original trilogy was made for a general audience. All ages. With its fart humor, cutesy characters, and other dumbed down sensibilities, the newer trilogy appears to have been made for children. What would be your counter to that? Well, I, I think that we can both agree that at the very least Phantom Menace was the only patently uh, the the only movie patently made for children in the Star Wars universe, and there is 
there is uh, fart humor in the classic trilogy. Uh, you know, Jabba the Hutt farts before Boosh comes in with Chewbacca, before he brings C-3PO in. So that's sort of a moot point. Uh, it was always there. Uh, but uh, in the theatrical release, too. We can go back and look. Burping frog dogs. You yeah, know. yeah. Please, please uh, no commentary so, from the... Uh, <laughs> well, this is a debate. But uh, they were all kids' movies, but they had a broader... Appe- uh, this, uh, continue. Okay. But what's wrong with being a kids' movie? Was that your closing statement, sir? I, I guess so. I'm just I, I'm hearing noises from this side of the table. Well, that, that should not uh, no, that should not detract you, Mr. Barnson. We're going to ask you to keep your noises to a minimum while oh, he's reading. I'm sorry. I'd have to I'm agree sorry. with you, Mr. Brokaw. Thank you, Brokaw. All right, sorry, counterpoint, uh, Mr. Barnson. Second rebuttal, please. Go. I oh. simply wrote down nuance in giant words, <laughs> sir. There were n- no hints of nuance in these movies. I was sitting there watching a movie with lightsabers and Roger Rabbit. I felt like I was watching a video game. There was nothing. Half the times, the only thing that was real was like maybe Sam Jackson's head plunked in the middle of a screen, sir. These movies were dumb. There was little orphan Annie, as I like to call him. I'm sorry you're out of time. God. Damn it! You oh, want more time, yeah. don't you? You want a lot more time, don't I'm you? I'm terribly sorry. You'll have your uh, opportunity to uh, make a closing statement. So far, the debate is rather spirited, wouldn't you say, uh, Mr. Brokaw? I would say, so far, the debate is very spirited. And very, <laughs> and very emotional. And m- emotional, indeed, sir. Thank you. You know, you're, you're an excellent commentator. You know, if we made out, it wouldn't be gay, because we're the same guy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as if uh, Kirk were to travel back in time and have sex with himself. Sir, you can't bring up Kirk in a Star Wars debate. <laughs> <laughs> as always, I am right. Okay, let's... Uh, <laughs> uh, Lee George Cade. <laughs> Lee George Cade with the uh, the next question. Nancy, your question is for uh, Shannon, the defender of the original for, trilogy. For Shannon. Now, yes. um, Cupcake. <laughs> yes. Clean boy. Um, I'm, I'm trying to razz you. I'm trying to get you riled up before we get into this. Now, you, you, you don't like the infantile nature of the prequel trilogy, uh, to which I like to throw out Ewoks. Well, okay. Oh, hold on. Okay. I'm not done. <laughs> He's not that, is, that is not the whole thing. Now, being that uh, you don't like the so-called infantile nature of the prequel trilogy, even though there was a lot of uh, prequel garbage in the original trilogy, what does that have to do with when you got drunk in 1990 and tried to make out with my girlfriend? Well, uh, well, I, I, sir, uh, <laughs> uh, I see the debate. No, is I'm, sorry, a, I'm sorry. A I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should go back to the to the original point. Uh, yes. you, you, you were always talking about the infantile nature of the of the prequel trilogy, and yet you got these stupid uh, Ewoks, these, Jawas, these Ugnaughts, and Ewoks. Yeah, you got these you got these little creeps that managed to bring down an empire that that threw down. Uh, a, an order that lasted thousands of years. All right. So there you go. D- defend that. Mr. Defend the, the third movie in the original trilogy. Go right ahead, Mr. Barnes. Well, sir, I cannot defend that. <laughs> because I am not a Star Wars apologist. I think there is only two and a half good Star Wars movies. I think most of Jedi sucks. There was some good stuff in there. But my God, they just weren't as dumb as the last three, so so do you uh, do you then say that there's that the original the the new three suck in their entirety? 
Yes. Really? Okay. All right. And yes. All right. And that and that is all you have to say. Well, here's the thing: they had so much potential. It could have been awesome. It could have been scary. You're, you're it not could have been rad, but it was just all about a bitchy little bitch named Little <laughs> Orphan Annie Skywalker. And he he was just a weenie. Nothing good happened to him until he burned up in a freaking lava pit. <laughs> there we go. All right, that's it. And uh, now a 30-second follow-up, Swank Motron. I have to say that... Uh, when I watched the classic trilogy as a as a kid going through my uh, my teenage years, the favorite story, my favorite story, watching these movies was always the uh, redemption of Anakin Skywalker, and seeing his fall was something that I'd look forward to more than anything. And I think a lot of people were more interested in seeing Han Solo carouse about the galaxy than the the fall of Anakin Skywalker. And uh, I think Han Solo should have died at the end of Jedi. Can I respond to that? I'm sorry, you're not. You, you'll be able to in your closing statement. I, you didn't, I didn't respond to it now. No, no, you'll have to in your closing statement. You're gonna statement. have to wait, sir. Because he was a crazy no, you did. All right, no. That I'm needs sorry. to be struck from the record. I'm sorry, sir. Uh, write it down. That'll be for your closing statement. Write that down. All it right. seems that Monster Barnson is very is that spirited. Our next, spirited. Is that our next T-shirt? He died because he's a crybaby bitch. Baby Could be. <laughs> All right. And now Derek Hunter. Lee uh, asked from, my question, so I'm going to think of a new one. Well, and, uh, would you like to turn the time over to uh, Scott Pierce yeah, and then... Uh, and I'll come up with one from Brian, because you had me prepare one for Shannon. All so, right, very so he good. Has an well, do you want me to do it? Because I've got one I can ask for. Well, we can't be asking all the questions of Brian, but uh, go right ahead. All right, because uh, no, no, we're running out of time. I'll do it so. this way. <laughs> do whatever. I'll do, I'll do it this way. All right, Mr. Pierce, and, lean and, into the microphone and, and ask your question. And I must say that... This pains me greatly. I was assigned this role, okay? Yes. Uh, go okay. for it. Because, you know, the, the prequel sucked. I don't care. Um, your, your eyes light me on fire. And I know that you two have a special chemistry. We do. <laughs> Generations of geeks are growing up long, long, long after the both trilogies were completed. Generations who can watch from episode one through episode six... Isn't it about time to look at Star Wars as a complete work and stop thinking of it as the second half after the first half? I re- wait, second, the first half after we, the second right, half. We know right. what you okay, mean. Okay, sorry. All right, uh, excellent question. Go right ahead, Mr. Barnson. Well, sir, I would say no because I don't think anyone would want to watch six movies of that crap if they started from Episode One with their poop jokes and Roger Rabbit. And crybabies and midichlorians. Well, sir, that's just crap. Done. That's it? You're, you're, you still have 45 seconds. Misa think you should keep going. <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> that's a... Well, no, here's the thing, dude. As, uh, as always, Why we're, we're absolutely right. Why would anybody want to see the redemption of a giant friggin' crybaby? That's what he came off. All, he was always just a petulant. I want to be a Jedi. Oh, you tricked me now. She's going to die. I'm going to go chop off some kids' heads. There was no character development in these movies. It just was, let's get it done because we know where it's going. All right. Crap. I was just going to ask him if he could clarify. Did, did You did see some crybaby elements to this. <laughs> Yeah, mostly. Right. And, right. and at some point, did you see Jar Jar, uh, uh, Roger Rabbit in any of these movies? All right. <laughs> now, uh, can, can we do? Has a, huh? Before we start the time, can we do? Can we make sure we do a separate Jar Jar 
uh, question question well, period. Maybe Derek. I'll, I'll uh, come up with a defense Jar-Jar of Jar Jar. You want to? Well, I I wouldn't ever defend that he wasn't well, obnoxious. Uh, anyways, you have thirty I'll, seconds I'll to respond something. to okay. uh, to Mr. Barnson's uh, tie right now. Go. I I think an answer to Mr. Pierce's question is that yes, it is. It is. I mean, watching episodes one through six is my birthday present to myself every year. No lie. <laughs> and uh, you know my kids. My kids watch all the movies and they don't know the difference. And the only one they want to watch is episode three over and over and over again. And uh, right, because that's where that jerk gets killed. Sorry, but but uh, you know, spoiler kids, alert. <laughs> but kids these days aren't going to know the difference. Two generations from now, it's going to be six movies and that's it. And they're going to watch them one one through six. And you watch them with people one through six. The first three make the second three even better. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> that is. Mr. Brokaw, yeah. would you like to weigh in on the progress of the debate so far? Uh, so far, we've got the following. <laughs> Crap, Roger Rabbit, Crybabies, Metachlorians, and more crap. I, I'd like to point out that I forgot to say children at that point as mm. well. I, 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 do, I do have a friend who watched all six in a row had never seen any Star Wars movies ever in his life oh, yeah? about three years ago. You want to know who his least favorite character was? Who? After watching all of them, Luke oh. Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Wow. Okay. Came away from I, that saying I do that guy was a, I, whiny. Would you? Would you like to ask? A, I, you know what? And being I've got a, a question debate, too. I've actually, I've actually developed my question, and it, and it comes off what was asked on the forum. Okay. The the question that you had proposed at the beginning of this. This is a Chad Harding's uh, forum uh, was, entry. Was were, were our expectations too high? Were we comparing things, and were we feeling? And you know, and I'll say this. Look. You know, we were talking about, you said something about technology. Is, is te- but over the last few years, I have seen some amazing, amazing films that have come out. We talked about one earlier, like WALL-E. Amazing animated, amazing movies that use CG and still manage to capture humanity, capture heart, <laughs> capture soul, capture true emotional moments. And... In watching, as a true Star Wars geek, in watching the prequels, I felt isolated. I felt as though I was watching mannequins act in front of a painting. Now, I propose to you, in the original trilogy, in that ramshackle way they were brought together, in the technology that they had to have, they were made out of necessity, those movies had heart. And in the second, in the second batch of movies, I do not think... That just because you can, you should. So I propose to you, rationalize the lack of emotion that came about in the Star Wars trilogies with the adding of more technology. Mr. Motron, you have one minute. I'm going to say I'm probably the worst person to ask this question for because I openly wept during all of the the, the prequel trilogies from... <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm laying the, this that, out of the we, line here. We know you're not kidding. Kay. That's why we're laughing. But like... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. 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 But way more of it, way more of it was a physical effect than CG than you think. And if you go back and watch all the behind the scenes on them, there's everything is a model. Anything that blew up in in all three of those movies was a model. It was they did so much artistic, beautiful things in those movies. And you might not think that George Lucas has any of the heart, but if you go back and look at what all the artists were putting into that film, it's uh, it's breathtaking. All right, thank you very much. You have a 30-second reply, Mr. Barnson. Can I make your reply? Just because a guy (laughs) turned over his toy box and shook out everything he had in it just to show it off does not make that a good movie. I agree 100%. The 
first movies had heart. There was uh, just a charm to it. And, and I said that before. Those movies were just heartless and hollow and disappointing. I'm All sorry. right. Thank you very much. I wow. have, I have uh, my question. Okay. Now, uh, you have your question, Mr. Uh, Hunter. Uh, go ahead. Is that Lewis. a note to me? Well, this was just my rebuttal to that. His observation. Oh, wait a... Yeah, you want to talk about miniature work? All right. Yeah, but they openly say it all comes Mr. from Lucasfilm. Uh, so. Mr. Barnson, or uh, Mr. Hunter, right. you have the final question. Who is it to, uh, to, to be directed to? It's uh, to Brian, um, I think. Well, all right. It's your question. I... No, I, I, I'm, I, okay, anyways. Go ahead. So, I will assign it. The yes. question is... Gosh, how am I going to word this? Sorry. Okay. There is a time limit on the questions as well. <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow. Um, don't, wouldn't you think, like Steven Spielberg and Jaws not showing the shark until halfway through the movie, doesn't it defeat the purpose of making the, the mystery and the, the mythology of Star Wars fully explain doesn't it ruin the mythology and the mysticism and, and the wonder of all these things, the Force, Darth Vader, the Clone Wars, all these things you hear about in the original trilogy, doesn't it kind of ruin our imagination? Doesn't it kind of ruin the mystery? And doesn't it kind of spoon-feed us with something that is not nearly going to be as great as our imagination with it being over-explained well, and an... connected. And this is this guy's cousin? And oh my gosh. like This so is an excellent question. Go right ahead, question. Swank Matron. You begin. Uh, I'll start with saying that uh, I think that the prequel trilogy, and one of the things that it does set up for the classic trilogy is that if you look at what Anakin goes through, the trials he goes through, whether you like the way he did them or not, but the... Uh, the struggles that he had to go through in his unorthodox training as a Jedi. And, uh, Jesus, they're passing notes around. <laughs> Try not to be distracted, um, no, no, no. Mr. Motron. But uh, look, at, look, at, look at the paces that Anakin was put through and how poorly he, he performed there. And he obviously went to the dark side. And in The Empire Strikes Back, doesn't it make that better when you're watching Luke make the same mistakes and wonder how that's going to turn out. If you ha you have to w watch them from a perspective of someone who's never watched any of them before watching them in order. I'm sorry, that's uh, that's, that's your not, time. That's not bad. Uh, that's not a bad answer. That's Thirty seconds, answer. Mr. Barnson. Please respond to your opponent. It is a classic problem that's going on right now in movies. Michael Myers is scary. Doesn't need a backstory. <laughs> they did it. Jason Voorhees does not need a backstory. They did it. The friggin' Joker in The Dark Knight Returns does not need a backstory. And Sir Darth Vader had his backstory as much as we needed in the original Star Wars movies. We saw more, and he was a giant, whiny douche that we could... We, I would oh, never be scared of that guy yeah, ever again. Ever again. A new word in there. That is it. Not the guy that gave my uh, kid brother nightmares. That's all, all right. There we go. That is uh, that is the final uh, questions. The big issue that that well. doesn't get thrown into this whole thing is that George Lucas is a huge anthropology nerd. Well, would you would you like to do the closing argument for Swank Matron? And I could, or he. Could. It's entirely up to you. It is now. We, your, we should let Lee weigh in too. It is now your Brian. Th go, it is but now Lee your closing in. statement. You have forty-five seconds. We're, we're skipping the Jar Jar thing. Uh, <laughs> it's entirely up to you. No, I'm not going to spend. Well, because I've only got two words for the Jar Jar. Okay, well, go right <laughs> ahead. And they start with Roger you begin. and Rabbit. <laughs> All right, uh, forty-five seconds. Uh, both of you, if you'd like. At the end of the day, Star Wars is uh, 
is great. And uh, even if other people don't like it and don't enjoy it and aren't able to suspend their disbelief long enough to do so, I can. And uh, I, I really, I honestly, truly feel sorry for you, Shannon, that you can't enjoy them <laughs> as much as I am able to. And it's not just me. I mean, $450 million at the box office says a lot of people enjoyed Phantom Menace way more than you did. Well, no, hang on. He still has moments. So uh, Lee, uh, <laughs> if you'd like to finish, he has 15 seconds. It, it's just the hero cycle. It's the classic hero cycle that occurs in every mythic Eda that's happened throughout time in every culture. The story of Anakin Skywalker has been passed down for about 10,000 years in written history. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, your final uh, 45 seconds, Mr. Barnson. Well, dude, your argument sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew. I knew. That's what I was yeah. expecting. Just because a bunch of people paid for it doesn't mean they liked it all right i'm sorry i don't by the defense of i wasn't a child when i watched it so i didn't enjoy it i took my child he was a child when these movies come out and he was like those other ones were better dad and that's all i got to say about that i hate anakin skywalker but i, right. I never made that argument well <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's an excellent point. Well, this, that, that concludes uh, the, the debate, the time that we have. And uh, uh, ordinarily, I would say that, uh, Tom Brokaw, I and you would decide who the winner is. But uh, I would suggest to you that we let the forum decide. Oh, the forum? Geekshowpodcast.com. It's better that way. Forum. Go to the link on podcast discussion the great debates and weigh in. You're so screwed, Swank. They're going to side with the cult of I, personality here. I'm, I'm not, here. because I'm a way better writer than a speaker like this. <laughs> well, and, and y'all can weigh in. I'm, I'm, I just no, can't I, decide. May, may I say, though? I would like to shake hands with you, sir. Yes. yes. I, I, I will say this in Brian's defense. He, he brings up that the nuances of the original, or the, uh, of episodes one, two, and three, adding... I'm intrigued by the idea of now watching them in sequential order. All right. Well, like um, with, with the, oh. the debate of uh, what we talked about when he said Luke Skywalker almost being evil, that was a good counterpoint. That's that was true. a very good argument, and I agree with you that maybe it's time I watch... Now, yes. I do not like the prequel trilogy but, very much. But I should watch one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, Go back, watch them, and post on the forum and decide. Yes, that would be my advice. I want to see yes. you defend the Clone Wars. <laughs> He's actually a big fan of the Clone Wars. The TV show or the, the movie? TV show. Uh, George Takei is going to be in the Clone Wars. All right. Now, I have, I have a prize for each one of you because you did so well. And I'll let you fight over who gets which bobblehead. You have fight <laughs> 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 over. Because I hate Anakin. I guess you're getting the yeah, Earth bobblehead. Clearly. And uh, Shannon's getting Boba. Oh, because he was so I, good. That's, that's okay, you know Shannon. I hate Django. In, in, in the name of, uh, in, in the words of uh, Patton Oswalt. Dead? You remember? <laughs> remember Boba Fett? Yeah. Well, hey, we've got him in the, uh, we've got his dad. <laughs> He's a kid. He's yeah. a kid. Django right, so, Fett so was your, great. So your prize is um, Swank, Swank got a, uh, a whiny bitch, and Shannon got a, a cool guy. A whiny got, bitch. Who got killed by a, a blind, blind dude with a stick. Well, dead? Boba Fett. All right. No, Boba Fett, where? Dead. Yes. No. Here's my Kids. thing. Dad, I'm pretty dead. sure. I am pretty sure that Boba Fett was drunk. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, he'd been hanging out on Jobba's sailboat. That's true. R2 was serving drinks. He's like, what? That is, Andy was making time with the ladies if you watched the special edition. Yes, a nod from Boba Fett is as good as, yeah. I got a double nod from Boba Fett. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, uh, Nickelmania, for uh, play, uh, paying for this party. We appreciate it. And uh, Comcast, uh, Utah On Demand, thank you very much, uh, Geek Show. Uh, go to uh, uh, Marcus's uh, MySpace page. It's Marcus Comedy. MySpace.com slash Marcus Comedy. And uh, buy his uh, DVD. And uh, thank you all for coming. We'll uh, see you next week, hopefully. Next, oh, and uh, by uh, the way, year. we should say uh, and next year. Happy New Year's. Happy and, New Year's. My gosh. And happy birthday to me. Happy uh, birthday to Derek. Can, Always have a delicious uh, lunch on New Year's Day. It involves some sort of ham. Maybe a sandwich. Maybe Jar Jar ham. Deviled ham. Deviled ham.